after seven. Listening to that, the SABC International editor, Sophie McQuenna. Sophie, good morning to you. Uh, you would have heard uh, the ANC now. You would have heard Sivangile Basani talking about the situation in Zimbabwe. Our president, Zoro Ramaphosa, going today to the inauguration of President Emerson Mangagwa. What message do you think is being sent to the people of Zimbabwe through all of this? Well, clearly, uh, you have two uh, groups in Zimbabwe as we speak, those who are aggrieved and those who are celebrating the elections. Of course, the supporters of ZANU-PF will be celebrating the elections and those who supported President uh, Emma, President-elect Emerson Nangagwa are celebrating. But you have the group that is not celebrating. That would include some of the civil uh, organizations, the NGOs, academics, including some of the oppositions uh, who have pointed out that uh, uh, they are not happy with the process leading to elections, elections, and of course the results. And therefore, it depends where you stand. If you support ZANU-PF, if you support uh, Emerson Nangawa, it, it's easy in Zimbabwe to celebrate and to accept what's happening today, the inauguration. But uh, yesterday, the leader or the chair of the SADC mission, observer mission that was deployed in Zimbabwe uh, during the interview on the Zambian national television, again emphasized that his final report is still adamant or stands in terms of the facts that he pointed out and the statement he issued during the interim report that the elections didn't meet the regional and the international standard. He says that's the final report that he presented on Saturday to President Hishelema, who is currently the chair of the organ uh, on politics, defense and security. And therefore the report that has been presented to SADC now, the final one, still maintain that the elections didn't meet the regional and the international standard. I will be talking to him this morning uh, to arrange him to speak to us as well. It's something that we are doing a follow-up on. So that's the position in Zimbabwe. Um, I can just imagine the diplomatic problems for Ramaphosa then. He, we belong to SADC. You've got the SADC observer mission that says the election was not free and fair. They're also our neighbor. To not go to the inauguration would probably be quite rude. Yes, he is in a serious dilemma. He could have chosen to send the deputy president or the minister like other countries have done. Maybe he decided to go because he would want to engage President Mnangagwa. Because I can tell you now, this is a major, major problem for the governing party, ANC, going to elections, and also for the country going to elections. Because the implication and the consequence after this, it is South Africa that is going to suffer. Because you know, most of the Zimbabweans are not in Zambia, are not in Botswana, are not in Tanzania, are not in Namibia, are not in the DRC. They are not in Lesotho. They are not in Swaziland. They are not in... Mauritius, they are here in South Africa, and it will continue this trend. And we've already seen what has transpired. You talk about urbanization. 
South Africa is experiencing this problem of urbanization, not only from its own citizens living rural areas coming to urban cities, but also uh, people coming from outside the country, because some of these countries, they do have serious challenges, economic challenges or security challenges, and people are trying to survive. And therefore, it becomes a problem for South Africa. And therefore, in his mind, as we speak, the president, I'm sure, is thinking, what am I going to do now? Because even the other international community countries who are not, uh, who are also agreeing with the report of the SADC mission, it speaks to continuation of the so-called uh, sanctions. I can't see America changing its position. I can't see the European Union changing its position after those two damning reports. And then what does it mean? It means a crisis for South Africa and the neighboring countries. And so, if you very... so maybe he's going to ask the president for a one-on-one, -on -one, short one, or arrange for where to from here. And Sophie, very quickly, sorry to interrupt you. Um, uh, our, the, 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 there was also, of course, the president speaking last night, the panel finding no evidence that uh, our weapons were loaded onto the Russian ship, the Lady R. Where does this live, the U.S. Ambassador Ruben Brigitte? Well, uh, we spoke to some senior uh, cabinet ministers some few weeks ago. It was clear that they are not happy. The main issue, the president touched on it, and the minister of finance, when he delivers his MTF, and I think it's next month or later this month, he is going to touch on what was the implication in terms of the currency, in terms of the economy. And we are told a lot. It had a huge damage to the economy of the country, the currency, and then politically, of course, that will speak to uh, the image of the country. And therefore, the government is angry. It, the, the president didn't really express the anger because he's a head of state. He can't mm -hmm. behave in an unbecoming way. But South Africa is very angry. There was a push that he be sent back. Now, South Africa is in a dilemma again there because this is an African who has a support of the Black Caucus within the Congress. And you know the Black Caucus within the Congress has been supporting South Africa. Now, when you do this to a person who's got a support of a Black Caucus that always champion your needs and your position in the Congress, what do you do? And two, it's either the Americans themselves do recall him. Now, ahead of AGOA, you know that South Africa will be hosting AGOA next month. Are we likely to mm. see him leaving? So it's, it's, it's a difficult one. And the Americans, I still maintain, I still maintain, even if I was to be a lone voice, there's no way the ambassador would have made that statement mm. public and emphatically like that if there was no support from the Congress mm and from the administration. There was no way. Ambassadors don't behave like that. So I still maintain they are in a dilemma themselves, the Americans, because remember, the Secretary of Finance, uh, Janet Yellen, did raise it with mm. the president when, he, when she visited South Africa. It started with her, and now it was the ambassador. So behind the scenes, they've been asking this thing at a high level, and there was no way the ambassador would have done mm. that. Now the question is, what is Biden's administration going to do with this report? Sophie McQuenna, thank you so much. Really appreciate the time and the insights. International editor here at the SABC.